Welcome to the Grow Till You Glow podcast. I'm Georgia, your host, a mindset mentor and coach, a podcast manager, and a leader for women that want more. This space is for the women that want to develop their mind, elevate their lives, and claim their desires, all while prioritizing their mental and physical health. I am so grateful to have you here. Let's get into the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you're all having a really, really good week. First of all, I want to just say really quickly, please bear with me in this episode. If I sound like I'm muddling up my words or like can't think properly, it's because I didn't sleep very much last night. We had a lot of ruckus at our apartment block and I didn't get very much sleep. So I'm very tired but also very awake because I just went for a run with a friend. Um, So I wanted to quickly sit down and record this episode before the slump hits me and I need a nap. Um, But yeah, I have been having a really good week. I feel like it's been such a busy month where the first week of Feb, well, yeah, the first couple of days of Feb right now, And I feel like I definitely hit the ground running in January and the month just flew by. And I'm happy that now over the next couple of weeks, hopefully things will just start to settle and I can settle into a nice um, steady routine, nice sustainable routine um, that I can keep up with. Because yeah, January was hectic just getting back into work and life and all of the things. So yeah I'm looking forward to a month of just kind of working hard but also resting a lot too and yeah balancing it all out um but I wanted to jump on today it's a very on the fly episode it'll just be a quick one I want to talk about something that I was just discussing with one of my friends and it it sparked something like I hadn't thought about this in a really long time and I wanted to jump on the podcast and talk about it we were talking about using exercise as a coping mechanism and we were both kind of just discussing how good we felt at the moment in our training routine we do a lot of our sessions together um our running we usually do together and then hopefully once a week we can train in the gym together Um, And we were both just talking about like both of our different training routines and saying how much we love it at the moment. And we were kind of talking about like why that was. And we were starting to kind of talk about how good we were feeling after the running. But the fact that there was kind of no pressure on a certain level of fitness or anything like that, we were kind of just showing up for our runs and feeling amazing afterwards. And it got us talking about using exercise as a coping mechanism and what it used to look like versus what it kind of looks like now. We were both saying that running for us is a real outlet because it's such high intensity. We've been doing like one interval run, which is obviously like um, high heart rate, quick pace kind of thing, very short and sharp. Um And we were both saying like after that, we just feel incredible. But also after a long run, you feel great because you've really pushed yourself. You've had to get out of your head and just like into your body and really push through. And we were saying how amazing it felt having that little outlet twice a week 
to just be able to escape from all of the noise um, in our heads and what's going on in our life and just kind of get the heart rate up and completely block out all of that other anxiety. And we were kind of talking about how amazing it felt and it it kind of led to the discussion of like what it used to look like in our lives and I was explaining that back in the day when I was in school um, and I first joined a gym I joined at 45 um, because it was a new one in um, my town and it was super exciting and I had been following some people on Instagram that had been going and I was like I want to try that um, and so as soon as it opened I started there and I it was all like well and good and I got into like exercising and it was great for my health and like highly recommend exercising a couple times a week it's great but as my mental health started to kind of deteriorate over um, the next say year and a bit I started to lean on exercise more as a coping mechanism so as my depression and anxiety got worse I would start increasing the amount of gym sessions that I would do so I would get my mom to drive me before school and then I'd get her to take me after school which is a lot for the high intensity that F45 was I like it's definitely not a sustainable routine going twice a day every single day but it was more the reason why I was going and the reason why I was going was because it was so hard it was so physically difficult that I would get completely out of my head and I became addicted to that silence that silence that you just kind of get when you're training where like nothing else matters because you're just trying to get through the session and both of us were kind of talking about this and we were saying how it is really helpful absolutely it's really helpful but it can also become a really unhealthy coping mechanism and for me when I was in school it became a way for me to run away from all of my emotions and all of the really heavy stuff that I was trying to deal with but wasn't dealing with so it kind of begged the question like when did that start to shift and I then kind of was having a bit of a think about it and over and like we were kind of like why does for some reason right now our training routine just feels so good just so motivating I feel like my energy has increased each week as we've been doing this particular schedule and I'm like why is it so different to what I've been doing and it got me thinking that when I was really heavily relying on exercise as a coping mechanism and I was very anxious and very depressed I started to become so obsessed with it that it wasn't it wasn't the endorphins after the workout it wasn't that silence that I was craving anymore it turned into a really unhealthy relationship with my body and with food and and stuff like that so it kind of morphed into running away from my mental issues into a really unhealthy relationship with both of those things and that kind of led me to completely forgetting about why I started exercising in the first place and I became super hyper focused on what my body looked like what I was putting into my body and how much I was kind of moving each day and I completely forgot about all of the good things 
about exercise and by no means did I start it for like a good reason but I I stopped kind of getting those effects and as I started getting more and more into it and more and more restrictive I put my body in such a bad place where I've talked about this many times before on the show but my body started to shut down because of how much I was exercising and putting stress on it and how much I was under eating at that time so when that happened I kind of slipped back into uh, a place where I was trying to rebuild myself basically and I completely cut all of that stuff out so I I cut out all of the high intensity I was like I started eating more I started training less and all of those kinds of things so I kind of swung all the way to the other side of the pendulum kind of thing and while that was so what I needed I think now that we've been adding in a couple of um, days of week where we do push ourselves that has really helped me find that balance between I've got that outlet there but I don't need to rely on it anymore to be happy and I don't need to rely on it to run away from anything because I've I'm okay like I've been I've been doing the work and I haven't been running away from anything so I can use that form of exercise now as just a way to like get out of my head for an hour a couple of times a week but it's not because I need to it's because I want to it's because I love it because I feel amazing after it because it gives me energy for my entire day and it makes me feel incredible so it's so interesting kind of the the journey that it took to get to this place but I like as I was kind of walking home I was thinking about all of the other coping mechanisms that we have and it's it's something that I talk a lot about it's like exercise and um, being quote-unquote healthy is so glorified it's you get commended for it but it's the reason why you're doing it that's the most important thing so it definitely gives you something to think about and like it's such a hard one because I had to go through what I went through to be able to get to this point I wouldn't have been able to get to it with just someone telling me like you shouldn't do that that's that's not going to be okay I had to go through my own kind of timeline and handle things at my own pace but I think it's 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 super interesting and it's an interesting conversation to have about coping mechanisms because they can show up and they can be something that we see as quote-unquote healthy but might not be so healthy if the reasoning behind it isn't quite what it should be. Another thing in this space that I really got sucked into when I was younger, I mean I started like the whole fitness journey when like Pinterest was a thing and I I like found my old Pinterest account like not too long ago and it was so sad what was on it but it was like all of the like saved like quick get your like five minute abs and like quotes being like you know you can control this but you can't control this so like make sure that you're doing like the most to control what you can control like all of those kinds of things and while like I mean a lot of it was toxic like the whole like get a lose your tummy in like five minutes that obviously is very toxic but like the quotes and stuff like that 
that are meant to kind of kick you into gear and go, oh yeah, okay, cool. So I can be, I can control like these certain things. They can get taken like to the extreme. And that's what I did. And I used it as an excuse. So like trying to constantly control everything that was getting put in my body the exact times that I was working out and the intensity of which I was working out and how long I was working out every single day um that like I hyper focused on that and for me as someone who now has been diagnosed with OCD I can see that that was a way for me to gain some control in my life which is something that I crave having OCD it's something that I find settles my anxiety Um, And it's another coping mechanism. It's just like changing my focus from what's really going on to, okay, cool. How can I just hyper-focus on how I'm training and how I'm eating right now um, so that I don't have to think about everything else that's going on in my brain, right? So it's so interesting how we kind of take what seemed like a harmless thing in like back when we first start and we take it to the extremes just to cope with whatever we're going through so I just wanted to kind of do a short episode on this because I think the most important thing is that we just bring light to first of all not over glorifying anyone in in what they're doing you never know the full story and I think it's very important that we're not kind of constantly commenting on oh my gosh like you're you're so fit oh my gosh like you have the most incredible physique oh my gosh like you're always eating healthy those kinds of comments although they seem very harmless and in some people's eyes really helpful you never know the full story and that could be feeding someone else's um kind of I guess what's the word like feeding their their weaknesses and something that they're really really insecure about or something that they're trying to just cope through and they're using certain coping mechanisms if you're commenting on them and and glorifying them it's going to encourage them to keep going So I think it's really important to just come back to the comments like you look really happy at the moment or you're glowing at the moment. Like things like that, I think are just so much more important to be able to say to people instead of kind of focusing on those certain things only because you never know what's going on behind closed doors, right? And I can tell you like it was one of the hardest things that I had to go through to get out of like the kind of hyper-focused over um, under eating over training kind of state was that because I worked in a gym I constantly got I, I would honestly go for sessions just because people would tell me how fit I was because I would like train next to them and they would be like oh my god I could never keep up with you and like that fed the disordered eating the disordered like relationship that I had with training to the max and it kept me going for so long and it was something that I was scared to lose when I started gaining weight when I started eating more when I started not showing my face in the gym very much um when I started just chilling the fuck out and like living life how I actually wanted to because I had not been doing it for so long 
So I think it's really important to just kind of switch conversations away from that. You never know what's going on behind closed doors and to just kind of open up the conversation. If you feel like you aren't coping, maybe it's doing some other work outside of that or finding something different to cope. So now my coping mechanisms and and my friends and I were talking about this. One of my coping mechanisms to get me out of my head is talking with a friend. It's talking with someone that I love so much that I know is going to be there for me like in the good and the bad. And that is one of my coping mechanisms, right? Another one of my coping mechanisms is to just be by myself and to process some of the things, to journal, to sit there and meditate. Another one of my coping mechanisms is going to therapy and it's just opening up conversations a little bit more. And the difference that those coping mechanisms have with the other side of things, such as over-exercising, such as hyper-focusing on food, such as cleaning, which is another one of my coping mechanisms, the difference that the two categories have is that in the therapy, in the talking with a friend, in the sitting in silence, journaling, meditating, I'm headfirst dealing with and sitting with certain things. I'm talking about them openly, but I'm also seeing how it feels in my body and giving myself the space. So in meditation, like I sit there and I could be so anxious so worried so down but it forces me to sit there and go okay I'm actually like I am safe I don't need to run away from this so it's kind of picking that difference in your coping mechanisms and the reason that I wanted to say this whole conversation is because it's okay to have them it's it's not a bad thing but it's the intention behind it that's the most important thing. So if you feel like you're leaning towards one side or the other, maybe maybe you were like me and like me a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't running and I was very stagnant in my routines. I was wondering why I didn't want to go to the gym anymore and I didn't really want to leave the house very much and things like that. And it was because I was never getting a break from my brain. And... It was, it was honestly because I just never, I just would never get out of my head. And now I feel like I've gotten my spark back by using one of those coping mechanisms like exercise to fully just get out of my head for that day and for that period of time. Sometimes it's only half an hour, but it feels good. And it's kind of that balance between kind of overcompensating using those coping mechanisms that maybe can become something more than what we kind of plan for them to be if that makes sense so like starting to exercise is a great coping mechanism but we can push it too far right starting to constantly be out with our friends and maybe it's drinking or stuff like that that can be pushed too far they can all be pushed too far But I think it's the balance of all that we need to be able to kind of get through life and recognizing which mechanisms you've got in your toolbox to be able to go, okay, it's actually time that I start sitting with some of my emotions or it's time that I start talking about this out loud to cope instead of 
running away from it and doing the things that just kind of get me out of my head, get me out of my body and just um, let me not feel anything. I totally get it. I totally understand that craving to do that, but it's the balance of both that we need. So yeah, I hope that this kind of conversation brings to light just a few things that may be going on for you or something that you have experienced in the past. Like I always say, if you ever need any support please just reach out I never want anyone that listens to this show anyone ever to think that they're alone in this there is there are so many people that have been in a place that you have been and might be able to just share some support for you so please reach out send me a dm on instagram or something like that it's my I'm like always open to chat about this I think it's so 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 important But in saying that, I am going to love and leave you. I hope you all have a really beautiful rest of your week. I am so excited for the podcast. I've been organizing some new guests on the show. So I'm really excited for you to hear their um, stories and what they have to bring to the show. But until then, I'll talk to you soon. Bye, you guys.